Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, What's Your Essence? Hello everyone, I'm so glad that you are here today, taking some time in your busy schedule to tune in. Before I go into the depth of my message, I want to pause for a moment and dedicate this episode to everyone who is affected by the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. My heart goes out for all the innocent victims who just wanted to live a peaceful life. What I'm going to share with you today, if understood, can actually help bring peace in this world. And that is to really grasp that what we do to others, we are actually doing it to ourselves. In short, an eye for an eye is not sustainable in the long run. But to tap into this wisdom, we must feel happy inside our heart. If you desire more happiness in your life, and you're not sure where to start, well, I've got something special for you. I created a quiz to help you figure out your number one unconscious roadblock that keeps you stuck. To take the quiz, go to this link, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash your essence quiz, all in one word. The link will also be available in the show notes. My aim in today's episode is to lay a roadmap to help you find happiness, and that is through your essence. Now, let me explain. When I talk about a person's essence, I talk about your being, who you are. The purpose of knowing your essence is that it helps you navigate through life. It's your essence that fuels you. It's what gives you the energy to move around and do things. Unlike vegetations and trees, we are given a mind and a body, which means that we are designed to move around and explore the world. But what propels us into action? For some people, their trigger is something they stand for. Like, I found the love of my life and I will pursue that person until I win her or his heart. Love is a very strong motivator. For other people, they are motivated when they witness an injustice. Now, all that said, I am aware that we would fall into complacency if we'd never experienced any struggle. Nevertheless, in the past few months, I've been witnessing a lot of injustice in my own home as well as in the world. It made me wonder, why are we okay with the idea of hurting our brother, sister, neighbor, employee, spouse, parent, or even a pet? When I was working on healing my body and soul, I had to distance myself from other people's pain and sufferance. I was aware that I could not help them until I healed myself. Now, the universe has decided that it's time for me to see what I must see. I can no longer put my head in the sand and pretend that it's not happening. To confirm my hunch, I was invited to attend a web presentation with one of my mentors, 
Joel Robert. What he shared during his talk aligned with my observations. I believe what Joel shared is actually the root cause of many problems we are dealing with right now. And that is, we are so fascinated by power that many of us are willing to lie rather than tell the truth. Notice though that power in itself is neutral. We have the power to be free and the freedom to be powerful. We have the power to do good or to lie. But why do we lie? Because we have observed through the pages of history that the road of truth-tellers has always been rocky. Why did Jesus die on the cross? Jesus was killed because he rocked the status quo by revealing his view on how humankind should interact with each other. The Jewish leader at the time did not agree with Jesus' point of view. Because agreeing meant that they were wrong, and they couldn't admit that to themselves because doing so would have, have undermined century-old beliefs. As Jesus became more vocal, the Roman Empire used Jesus' crucifixion as an example to force obedience through fear. Joel added, We are now living in a post-truth society, which means objective facts are less influential in shaping public opinion than appeals to emotion and personal belief. There are many reasons why we are living in a post-truth society. First, there is something in human nature that makes us resent the impact of new ideas. We hate being disturbed by our beliefs and prejudices, especially if these beliefs give us a sense of control and power. I don't have to go far in history to tell you how much we put importance on controlling others. I was about eight years old, and bear in mind that at the time, I assumed that whatever was going on around me was normal. So I had no reason to hide. So one evening, while having dinner with my whole family, I said out loud something dishonest that my dad had done earlier that day. I told the truth, but my dad did not know I knew it. My dad's reflex was to slap me in the face. My mom got angry at, at him for hitting me, but the damage was done. I had learned that speaking the truth can be painful and humiliating. Another reason why we prefer the embellishment of a liar over the truth is that we have been mentally conditioned to either fear or admire oppressive power. Have you ever noticed how we have been tactfully and effectively groomed to accept war and destruction as an heroic act? If you seek evidence, simply go into the public squares of our cities and observe the monuments that have been erected to the leaders of the war. Observe the posture of these statues as they stand as a living symbols to glorify men who did nothing more than lead armies on escapades of destruction. Notice how well these statues of warriors 
mounted on charging horses, serve as agencies through which to stimulate the mind of the young and prepare them for the acceptance of war, not only as a pardonable act, but as distinctly desirable source of attainment of glory, fame, and honor. And therefore, it takes a tremendous amount of courage to take responsibility to right the wrong and there tell the truth. How many choose to stay quiet or side with a distorted story rather than risking losing their high-paying job. It takes time, even generation, before the truth can be accepted. One example of that is World War II. When Jules spoke, he said something very profound. Lying works. The bigger the lie is, the better. It confirms Mark Twain's quote, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes. It tells how lies spreads faster and further than the truth. Jewel added that he, as well as so many Jews, have paid an extraordinary price for the power of a lie. Jewel continued by sharing, We can't remove liars. There will always be someone who will tell their story from their best advantages and for their own agenda. The best way to right the wrong is to dare being real, to dare standing out, to dare being you. Telling the truth means not lying to ourselves. It also means to stop hiding. After Jules' presentation, I wondered Why do we put more predominance on lies over the truth? Why do we accept and believe lies much faster than we accept the truth? Then I thought, well, if our mind, body, and soul are in alignment with our essence, then the truth is obvious. We don't need to hide anything or embellish the reality. However, When we do not align with our essence, our conscience starts to play trick. We create a distorted reality to make us feel better. We prefer believing our lies over admitting our flaws because we fear retribution or being judged inferior if we confess our mistakes and imperfection. The reality, though, is that it's easy to be out of alignment when we get hit in the face for speaking the truth. Now, why do I say all this? Because the only way to break the cycle of injustice is to reconnect with your essence. It's not easy to tap into your essence and be comfortable while all hell breaks loose. Going there might mean losing your job or your home. If, let's say, your spouse married you for your money, And now that you come clean and don't have the same earnings as before, your spouse might even want to divorce you. Even sharing this message with you was challenging for me. Why? Because I went through what I'm sharing. Yes, as I tried to right the wrong, I did lose my high-paying job, my home, and it all led to a divorce. I became the villain in my family because I challenged the family status quo 
it took a lot of energy and effort to keep digging. And there were many times when I welcomed distractions, which I backed with excuses. After all that I've gone through, I can say this. Yes, it was challenging. But the reward on the other side is out of this world. It's rewarding because now I get to be me without feeling ashamed. And I think this is the true meaning of freedom. In this space, there is no need to justify or look for someone else to take the blame. Everything just is. I get to live every day with my truth. My truth matter, and so is yours. So many are unhappy right now. We seek a way to heal, a way to turn our life around, but we don't know how. To numb our pain, we might get caught in this addiction world. But it doesn't fix it. My role is to guide you to reconnect with your essence, the part of you that makes you unique. It starts by addressing your self-worth and recognizing that you matter. The truth we are eternally searching for is wrapped up in our own being. This is why great philosophers from the past have urged us to know yourself. They used to say, know thyself. That knowledge is not outside of you. It's within. And it resides in your essence. Have you ever wondered why we are so fascinated with superhero movies. We watch them over and over because for an hour and a half, we can escape and be the hero of our story. Although we know it's not real, when our self-worth and self-esteem are affected, there's a part of us that desire to feel empowered, just like the hero. We long to be brave, courageous, and strong. What I've experienced in the past few years, and it's what I'm trying to convey here in this episode, is that it's possible to tap into the source that will help you regain that sense of empowerment. I know it requires work, as anything worth having. We have a greater appreciation when we work hard to get it. And regaining your self-worth is priceless. The biggest challenge is your ego, who loves twisting the facts. It creates drama, true lies, and self-deception. You might say to me, well, how do I know when I'm not connected to my essence? Well, to help you answer this question, I've created a free quiz which you can take following this link bit.ly bit.ly forward slash your essence quiz all in one word. The second step in discovering your essence is to build mental and physical resistance. You will need mental resistance to offset your ego. You've got to take a stance and believe that you are worthy of happiness. This is why knowing your essence is so important. When you know who you are, you know what you are made of. You know in your heart that you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be on this planet. 
Remember that thoughts are creative, but not all thoughts are constructive or positive. If you only dwell on misery and poverty without trying to improve your condition, you will get the same disempowering conditions in return. The reverse is also true. When your mind focuses on positive thinking, you will create positive and favorable conditions. As you resist your ego, your mind starts shifting from a negative to a positive state. As this happens, you will gradually build your defense, starting with your immune system. Healing is within, and it starts with how you feel about yourself. And the best way to build your immune system is through your essence, to find the strength within you, to love yourself, to feel good inside, so that you can address whatever is going on in your life. Most of the time, our biggest fight is between our ears. We dwell on something that happened 10, 20 years ago, and we let that person, who may not even remember the event, We let that person live in our mind, rent-free. In this state of mind, we let the other person zap our energy and our light. Many of us go through life with the false belief that we are powerless. But it is not true. We are strong, especially when we ally and work together in harmony. We make that happen when we are kind to each other when we are willing to hold the door at the grocery store, or a simple smile goes a long way to make someone else feel good inside. And when we do that, it helps us too. It creates a bond, collective energy that fuels our body with that magical power called love. There is a major conflict right now between Russia and Ukraine. As I watch the news, I noticed many families are divided about who is telling the truth. Some are choosing to believe the Russian president over their own family member. When a lie is repeated over and over, it becomes accepted as fact. Many have been lied to on purpose for years because it's an effective tactic to weaken the whole. It reminds me of a passage that J.K. Rowling wrote in Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire. Open quote, I say to you all, once again, in the light of Voldemort's return, we are only as strong as we are united, as weak as we are divided. Lord Voldemort's gift for spreading discord and enmity is very great. We can fight it only by showing an equally strong bond of friendship and trust. Differences of habit and language are nothing at all if our aims are identical and our hearts are open. End quote. As I step back and look at what's going on, I can say that the ultimate resistance weapon is to spread the truth. And the truth is found in people's heart. And that is, what would you like people do to you 
if the role were reversed? How would you like to be treated if you were on the other side? As the conflict started, I was emotionally affected and I found strength in imagining that all soldiers started asking deep questions about why they were shelling their neighbors. As they realized they have been misled, they decide to put their gun down and join each other, both sides, and turn around and say to the Russian president, we refuse to fight our brothers and sisters. We, as of now, stand united, regardless of our differences. We have lived together side by side for so many years, and we want to continue that way because we care about each other. We are choosing to live in love and in peace. Since then, I've been holding that vision in my mind that very soon, this is what's going to happen. It helped me cope and gave me hope that we are going to find a quick resolution to this conflict. I'm sharing this message with you because I believe that if more people take the time to see who they are inside, bring more understanding and forgiveness, maybe there will be fewer people who will suffer in the long run. It's from this angle that I suggest that you tap into your essence to empower your life, empower your body. Living boils down to two things. Do you have the time and the energy to do what you love? I sincerely hope that this message resonates with you. To know more about what's blocking the flow of your happiness, I invite you to take the quiz, and the link is bit.ly forward slash your essence quiz. It's spelled bit.ly forward slash your essence quiz. If you feel that this episode can help a friend, please share it. Stay safe, healthy, and let's chat next month. And God bless you all.